this is a very good shooting team. And when they move the ball like they're moving it, how many assists tonight? I don't know. Uh, Tim Lacombe's the assist guy. Just ask him. Yeah, he probably knows. Huh? Timmy, how but, many assists tonight? 21. What's your magic number? I'm I'm good with anything going right now. That was back <laughs> that was back in the dark ages. This is uh this is a whole new thing. Uh, what are you watching? History. <laughs> They're just great right no, now. No, really. I mean, that that's all I can say. It this is a historic deal going on and um you know, we talked about it, you know, as it, it gradually started to happen, but it, it's a, it, what it is, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to watch every night and and the unselfishness, the camaraderie, and then the excellence in execution on both sides. Um, phenomenal coaching. It's, you know, just check all the boxes. It, it's hard to call, honestly. Like, it, it's so filled with superlatives, it's hard to figure out what your next superlative is going to be. Yeah, it's like um, if you were to be maybe the voice of the Harlem Globetrotters after bit. about – seven contests and they're banking them in from half court and you're just saying yeah i just made another one from half court i mean i feel like i just i underserved clarkson today a few times like he's just making plays that are not natural but he's doing them every night so it's like oh clarkson just like crossed over stepped back pranced into a three over a seven footer and hit it right off the bench you know i've said this before especially when in the john stockton carl malone air i always thought that 25 assists in the ball game the jazz were either winning it or they were it was going down the wire. I thought that was their magic numbers. But they didn't shoot as many threes as they shoot now. So that has to change a little bit or probably goes down, don't you think? Well, we're, we're, we're playing around. I mean, it's not a, actually usually a script that works. I will say that. We're playing around with – we're taking so many off-the-bounce threes and making them. It makes yeah. them unguardable. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I mean, especially, you know, with Clarkson, um, Joe, and Boyan, both. Con Conley, you know, the number of threes, he takes off the bounce there as well. Joe Ingles walking off the floor to applause as he sets the record franchise history for most threes in a career, which is, as Ron pointed out, pretty impressive for a guy who was scared to shoot when he first got here. I was, I was at the Stockton game, too, so it's kind of cool to be in the building oh, for both of them. That's cool. That is cool. But what did he do? Like, was that his, like, 23rd three when he broke the record? Yeah. yeah. He broke Golden Griff, I would assume, right? That's, yeah, I believe so. That or Ron Boone. No, wait. They didn't no, Ron Boone was not line. a three-point shooter. He was a mid-range maven. He was like, uh, like our boy Jeff Malone. Yes, he was. It's a very good comp. You know, this is a, a, a weird thing that I was hoping for, David, but since you have to do the read as well, I was hoping for Royce to grab two more rebounds. So it could be somebody other than Rudy tonight? So we could have a, a different master of the glass than Rudy. Not Nothing against Rudy. I was just hoping for a little variety tonight. Yeah. This is incredible, guys. I hope everyone's enjoying it. Like It's amazing. I mean, they are just – they're the best team in the NBA right now. Are they going to be the best team that wins the title? I, you know, that means you have to – to beat other, you know, beat some pretty good teams. But right now, they're the best team in the NBA. They're in the, the numbers say it, and the eyeball says it too. It's not, it's, it's, I mean, I had a lot of numbers prepared for tonight's broadcast, and I don't know if you guys heard all of them, but the amount of times they've led for over 40 minutes in a game is ridiculous. Hey, Locke, I know you, uh, you know, you, you had a business transaction this week. I got a new idea. What's that? Let's start selling little plots of cement down on Main Street <laughs> for later in the year there you go think about it that's right uh by the way that is the i believe 10th or 11th time i probably should know exactly one two three four five six seven eight nine 11th time this year so that's in 18 games the jazz have led for over 40 minutes of the game they're just crushing teams I man mean, they are crushing crushing people. teams and did you see my other note about how many times they've led by 30 the fifth time this year they've led by 30. That's no big deal. Yeah. You said it during the broadcast, but you watch NBA games, they don't look like this. No, they don't. All right, well, Sunday afternoon is going to be a fun one. Yep, no doubt. I like the afternoon part, too. I love those Sunday games. I don't. Not when there's big storms that have come in. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> How was your day skiing snow. with a little one? Oh, man, it was great. It was great. Um, but, I was there, um, and I – 
didn't call you. That's all right. It was it, a, it was super good day. Yep. And then I found out on the Alta Bird Pass that if you're finish a run off Collins at Alta and you're absolutely exhausted and have nothing left in your legs, it's actually a long way back yeah. to the yeah. Snowbird parking lot. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, you know this uh, this uh, phrase as well as I do, David. There are no friends on a powder day. That buddy. is correct. No, I get it. Interesting note here. The Jazz have covered 11 straight. Locked on bets. Who's uh, who's up for a little Wendover John tomorrow, I, David? I'm mean, not allowed. We can't. I'm oh, not allowed. yeah, rules. Dang, rules. Because I was looking forward to... Uh, a trip to Wendover in the camper. Uh, the camper's going to Alta. Oh, I see. Oh, dang it. Can I borrow it? No. Oh. I still want to see it. The only though. way to go to Alta is get there like 7.15 in the morning and then go take a two-hour nap and then go ski. It's all right. You've got a, you've got a camper, man, and you're a coffee guy. <laughs> you've got I'm everything doing. you need. <laughs> no, it's totally the plan. Yeah. It's 100% the plan. You've right got there. everything you need. Uh, what, uh, you know, go pour over some stats. That's you, right. Yeah, there you go. All right, David. Thank see you. Ya. Great, Great call. Uh, 120 to 101 is your final 11 consecutive victories for the Jazz. We're breaking it down next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post-game show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. The Jazz have won 11 consecutive games. They smashed the Mavericks 120 to 101. Uh, I feel like I'm a broken record uh, when I say this, but I I like that we're making a habit of it. Uh, the game wasn't even as close as the final score, Tim. No, they're just they're just coming right, you know, right right out of the gate and jumping on teams, and um, you know, I, you don't see games like 41-17 in the NBA. You just don't, and we're seeing them a lot, and that's another great part about this Jazz team. As good as they played, you know, they're, they're great at starting games and. That's an awesome trait to have. The first quarter was 37 to 12. And really, and, and we're talking about this, uh, Tim, I know you were getting uh, text. David was getting text. I mean, we're just not seeing, we just haven't really seen this out of this jazz team. And I don't know if we've seen it in the NBA for a while where a, a team is capable of just pouring it on you and ending the game in a short amount of time like that. I mean, it really does. I know this is kind of getting cliche to say, but it, it really does remind me of the Warriors when they first burst onto the scene and all of a sudden they'd go on a barrage and the game would be over. It totally is exactly like that. And we talked about that, you know, weeks ago, that there really is something brewing here where it's not only how capable they are, but um, the fact that they're, they are totally adopting a, new style for them that's kind of transforming the league a little bit. And that's exactly what the Warriors went through when they did that, um, you know, when they got out there. Jazz had six players in double figures tonight. Uh, let's see, led by Boyan Bogdanovich. You got to like seeing him go 10 of 16 and have 32 points, 7 of 11 from three. Who lo- he looked incredible tonight. Uh, Mike Conley continued to be awesome, 22 points, nine assists, three rebounds, and was, I don't know, plus 30 on the night as he continues to put up just astounding numbers in that department. Rudy Gobert with 17 and 12. Uh, Jordan Clarkson with 18 coming off the bench. Juwan Morgan with 12 points, his best game of his NBA career. Not only 12 points, seven rebounds and three steals for Juwan Morgan, who just went in there and played like his hair was on fire. And then Joe Ingles had uh, 10 points and, of course, uh, breaks the all-time three-pointers made uh, record from John Stockton in the process. I would say pretty good, Tim. Yeah, and you know the the other interesting thing, and it's sometimes we've talked about this where adversity, you know, actually helps you discover. Uh, I think the Jazz realize they've got some pieces and depth that they can really count on if needed, but more importantly, they kind of develop that new lineup, you know, with Morgan at the five. And there's a lot of teams in the NBA nowadays, particularly that you can employ that lineup, and uh, I, I really liked it. I thought they got some juice out of it. I think defensively they can switch one through five and give a totally different look. Offensively spread it out, drive it, and you got five shooters out there instead of four. So, um, you know, that's another interesting development from tonight. Luca, 25 points, seven assists, six rebounds, but how about this in the plus-minus? Minus 27. They, uh, it, well, and nobody really gave him any help for the Mavericks. They had a couple of guys who had decent nights. Uh, interestingly enough, Tim Hardaway Jr., who was uh, pretty good on Wednesday. Tonight, Tim, one of five, just two points from Tim Hardaway Jr. 
Yeah, and, um, you know, you can kind of see he's had ups and downs throughout the year, and, and that's kind of the script he's followed here. Um, you know, we talked about the Mavericks. I mean, that's that's their club right there. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Uh, like David said, that's a probably a playoff team, you know, 6-7, somewhere in there, and it, it wasn't even a game. You know, either either game wasn't close. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i with David. I, I would not have thought the Jazz would – yeah, I thought I would have thought they'd have a tough time beating Dallas two times. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. They've got good players, one of the best players in the league. But to just smoke them twice without Donovan Mitchell and Derek Favors, I certainly didn't see that coming. Yeah, I don't think they're you know that's that speaks to the depth. I don't think there's any other team in the league if you take their number one player, best scorer off you know off the team for that night, and you take the number one guy who you rely on coming off the bench, um, you know, to shore up your as a big man. You do that with any team in the league, I don't know if you get the same result. And that's just, again, uh, speaks to the really kind of the special thing the Jazz have going. Yeah, and and they get those shooters going, look out. And uh, that's what happened tonight. Uh, a different game than Wednesday night's game, certainly, but uh, same result as the Jazz wax the Mavericks 120 to 101. They've won 11 consecutive games. They're 15 and four on this season. Just amazing. Uh, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. Uh, our next broadcast is coming your way Sunday afternoon. Tip-off uh, will be at 1.30. Uh, pre-game coverage uh, right here on the Zone Sports Network will begin at uh, 12.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have post-game sound for you. We'll continue to break this one down as well as the Jazz come away with victory over the Mavs. 120-101 to 101 right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. They've won 11 consecutive games, 120 to 101 over the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Post game brought to you by our friends and Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Uh, we will get to some post game sound coming up here momentarily, but let's jump into your sharp stats of the game. Brought to you by the Les Olson Company, Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Tonight, the Jazz shot 43.7% from the field. They were 41.7% from three, 20 of 48. They were led by uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, 32 points tonight, 7-11 from three, 10 of 16 from the field. Mike Conley continued to be awesome. 22 points, nine assists. He did it on 7 of 17 shooting. Uh, the Jazz uh, finished here uh, finished the game, Tim, with 21 assists on 38 made field goals. They did have 15 turnovers, but they had 12 of those in the first half. So that's something they obviously really uh, tightened up in the second half. As far as the Mavericks go, they shot 43% from the field, 27.3% from three. Luka had 25. Jalen Brunson had 13 coming in off the bench. Porzingis with 11 and Finney Smith with 11. Uh, I actually thought uh, Dallas was better without Porzingis on the floor tonight. Um, you know, maybe that's not fair to say he had 11 and nine, but it felt like they were a better defensive team without him on the floor for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. There's, there's no question. I think they have a way, you know, more physical presence. Um, he, he does get moved around real easy uh, defensively. And then offensively, he just doesn't, you know, have the ability to carve out a whole lot of space for himself. But tonight, of course, it was about uh, the Utah Jazz. They came out hot. They came out and put Dallas away really in the first quarter, if that's even possible, outscoring them 37-12. to And uh, it really, Tim, it's it's about the blender. It's about the ball movement. They're making the extra pass. Uh, not a lot of selfish play out there. Um, really not taking any bad shots in, unless it's at the end of the shot clock. You know, you saw Jordan Clarkson get up one or two, but it's when he's got two one seconds left and he's got to get it going. So for the most part making the right play to get the good shot. The two plays that stand out, you know, the very first blender, I guess you would say, um, you jazz run, pick and roll, throw it to Rudy. There's a guy between him and the basket. You know, what does that typically mean, Jake? It means trouble usually. For right. Rudy. It means trouble. So, you know, he takes a step again and we, he makes what we call the spray pass. So you throw it to the big guy. And he acts as though he's a sprinkler and he finds the open guy, which was Bogdanovich in the corner. It went Bogdanovich, O'Neal to uh, Conley, extra, extra pass, and a big time three. So that was the first one that stood out. And then uh, the second one was, you know, Joe's aggressive threes right in a row coming off ball screens and knowing exactly, hey, I've got my shot. They got caught up on it, made the right read, knocked them down. But 
just a, an example of Jazz making plays as a team and then individual guys doing what they do. Uh, our boy Ben Anderson, uh, ready for this? Our, our guy Ben Anderson um, had the win probabilities going into the fourth quarter, and I love this because it, it demonstrates how these games have just been over, I mean, before the fourth quarter even be- begins. Last, uh, let's see, last five games. Cleveland, 99.9%. New Orleans, 99.7%. Golden State, 99.9%. Dallas, game one, 997 And then tonight, 999 That's a great find. That's our boy like, Ben. That's, that's what he does. Right KSLsports.com. Check out his work. Very, very, very impressive. But these games are over. I mean, that's the point. They're in oh, the books. It's it's done. And it's funny. Like, you see on Twitter, and we, we laughed about it a little bit, that, you know, the, the Mavericks get it within 15, and all of a sudden you hear Locke on the call, get Rudy back in the game. Right. I mean, like, it, it does. It taints your whole experience. It's funny because as a coach, you know, you're on the bench and you're up big and they start to make a run and they cut it to 15, 18. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, that's only nine baskets or, you know, and your, your mind plays crazy tricks on you. But it's they're so good that that's the only real drama in the game is they, oh, gosh, they cut it from 30 to 18. Which is just incredible. Which is just incredible. Which is which is just nuts. You, I mean, this this team is is on an extra level. All right, let's uh, let's get to some post game sound. Let's get things started uh, with Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Eric Alden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey Quinn, your second straight night uh, without Donovan out there, and you've had a bunch of guys stepping up uh, over the last couple games. What does it mean to see uh, Bogey? who's kind of, you know, been off to a little bit of a rough start this year, have a season high in points and, and do it very efficiently tonight. You know, we, he, he had his best year of his career last year. And so he's, you know, the way that he plays and the way that we play are, are a great fit. And, you know, we've, he hasn't played in so long. Um, and he's just, He's just kind of playing his way back, um, you know, to, to, to where he's been. And, you know, that sometimes that just takes time. And the biggest thing that, that I want him to do is just to continue to attack, continue to shoot, continue to compete. And whatever he's doing, he's so competitive um, that good things are going to happen. And good things happen tonight. Um, and obviously it was timely. It's... What, what the effort we had both from, from Boyan, but also from Mie and Juwan, uh, when they came in the game, you know, they just gave us a tremendous lift, um, just making plays, making plays on the boards, offensive rebounds, loose balls, defending, competing. So uh, with Donovan and, and Fave, obviously, um, both being out, you know, tonight Rudy in foul trouble, Fave not there, um, what Juwan was able to come in and do. And, and Mie as well, they just, you know, they gave our team life. And, you know, this is a game, you know, particularly with Joe and Mike, you know, handling the ball um, for long periods of time, you know, having that energy from everybody, I think, was, was crucial. Chris and Kenny, Jazz TV. Joe was saying, Coach, the best thing about this team, no egos, you guys play for each other. From your perspective, just how unique is this group that you have? Well, you know, I, I'm, I feel good about our team. I, I, I uh, you know, there, there, there aren't accolades right now. They're just kind of workmanlike performances. And, you know, I, I think the fact that they're, you know, they, they're, they're playing together, you know, that's something that, um, you know, that we obviously all realize is important. You know, that's when the whole can be greater than the sum of the parts, you know, everybody wins and guys are elevating one another, but, I think our focus is is steady. Um, it's got to stay where it is, um, regardless of you know what else is going on out there. You know, I, I want us to continue to focus on the things that, that we need to do to be successful, and the more we can do that, the better. Our Todd Desert News. Quinn, do you plan on having Donovan and Derek, or one or both of them, in Denver with you? You know, I, I'm, we're hopeful. Um, but, but those things, you know, sometimes are, are out of your hands. Um, you know, both those guys are doing everything that, that they can do to get back, and, and hopefully that'll be the case. But, you know, again, um, you know, we won't know until, you know, until a day or two from now. Are traveling with you? What's that? 
they're traveling with you? They'll travel with us, yeah. Yep. And last question, Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Quinn, you've had a few games now where you've had pretty huge leads going into the fourth quarter. What does that allow you to do, whether that's playing your young guys or doing something different with your starters? Does, do you do anything differently? Well, you know, if you've – leads in the NBA are, are, are dangerous on some level. And the biggest thing it's given us an opportunity to do is to, to figure out how to play with the lead. Um, you know, because teams do go on runs. And to be able to respond to those things – and to figure out what, you know, what we need to do or not do to allow that to happen. But, you know, a 20 point lead in the NBA, even in the beginning, you know, even in the fourth quarter, you know, you, you, you see games all the time where two, three point shots and now it's 14 and suddenly there's seven minutes left and you're in a dogfight. So I think the, the most important thing for our guys is to continue to, to be able to maintain uh, focus. I thought there were a couple of times tonight where we, we lost it a little bit, but we were able to, to, to get it back. And so whether it's fouling or a turnover or playing through missed shots and just continuing um, to not play to the scoreboard, but to understand, you know, the way that you got the lead and to try to keep doing that. That's it. Thank you. There you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder as his team uh, beat the Mavericks tonight, 120 to 101. And you can kind of hear it in his tone of voice. I bet he's working really hard to keep this team on kind of an even keel. Not, uh, and he said it before, uh, not too high, not too low. Yeah, and it's it's like we just, you know, uh, the hyperbole, I guess, that's being used. But, uh, again, the product on the floor warrants it, I believe. Um, but, uh, yeah, as a coach, you, you want to be even keel. I think that the thing I've loved about this Jazz team, though, is I haven't seen them be affected at all by the success. You know, that's indicative of the fact they come out every night and like he said, that he used the word workmanlike, and that's what it feels like. They come out regardless of the opponent. You know, they've had some bad starts, but for the most part, they're locked in and ready to go, and, you know, that's the thing you take from this team. Well, that was the thing about what was it, the Pelicans, uh, where they got off to the slow start. Then they just put the lid on the Pelicans and ended up blowing them out too. So they've done it a couple of different ways. Yep, and so that's that's nice to have in your pocket, but – um, I, I do agree with you, Quinn's. That's that's probably the struggle. I think back of when, you know, when things are rolling. I think that's when, as a coach, you're the most nervous because you certainly don't want to upset the apple cart and maybe push more than you should uh, to try to test their metal. But at the same time, um, you know, you've got to be hard on them because you know all they're hearing from everybody they talk to. And that's growing even more now because I think even national people are starting to take notice um, that, you know, that, so you've got to, you've got to, that's a balancing act that you've got to perform as a coach. Go where love takes you in the all new completely redesigned 2021 Subaru Outback available now. Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final 120 to 101 more jazz game night post game show coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, your final of Jazz 111 consecutive games. They beat the Mavs tonight, 120-101 to post game. Brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Uh, tonight, let's uh, what should we do here, Tim? Let's get to uh, the points in the paint. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life. Let me get my box score to cooperate here for a second. Uh, you got to love technology. Uh, let's see here. Uh, points in the paint tonight, Tim. Uh, Jazz outscored by Dallas, 38-34. to 34. But once again, this wasn't really a points in the paint type of night. Yeah, I think that, that stat's becoming pretty interesting because uh, it really is not either way. Uh, doesn't really tell much of the story with this year's jazz team. Uh, this year's jazz team's getting points from everywhere. And so obviously that number for this team isn't as big. No, it's not. And it depends on, uh, you know, we've talked a lot uh, to Locke about this. It depends a little bit on what the, the other teams give them. 
you know, if they're going to stay home on the threes and you're going get, to get Rudy getting a lot of dunks and stuff in the paint, and uh, if they get those open catch and shoots, they'd just as soon take those. Absolutely. They got made 20 more tonight, so pretty crazy. Uh, I believe, and, and we may get to uh, this a little bit when we get into Tyson's stats, but uh, the seventh game this year where they've made 20 or more threes, which is just pre- which is just nuts. Because I think coming into the year, they'd only done it what, five, five times. Five times, right. I mean, I'm I'm getting really good at these stats. I'm remembering Tyson's stats. Well, hey, they, it's it's a lot about transition. They're pushing that ball. They're getting more threes up. I mean, it's... You know, it's very much uh, obviously a part of their game plan coming into the season and going into each game. And you can't, like, you know, we talked about, you can have a game plan to try to take away threes in the half court, but it's really hard to stop the Jazz with the way they space the floor in transition. And they're getting a lot of threes that way. And like you said, they're they're shooting it quicker, so that helps. Well, in fact, while we're talking about it, let's do the three-point feature sponsored, uh, sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years tonight from three. Jazz were 20 of 48, 41.7%. They were led by Bojan Bogdanovich, 7 of 11. Uh, Mike Conley was 4 of 10. Jordan Clarkson, 4 of 12. Uh, Joe Ingles, 2 of 4, including the uh, record setter, moving past John Stockton for all-time made threes on uh, as a member of the Utah Jazz. Uh, let's see here. Juwan Morgan, 2 of 4. And even Jarrell Brantley got into the mix. How about that? In his three minutes, he was 1 of 1 from 3. Bank from a corner pocket. I loved it. It's hey. not that angle. That was my horse shot. That's how I got people out was that bank. I, mean, I took many a player's per diem between UI and the fence post on that, that bank shot from the wing. That's what you did? That was the eliminator right there? Yeah, the we one got, that got, the, got the him down to that point. I, I, knew, I knew with a player, if you took him to the free throw line, they'd sweat. So that's where I'd always start because they're like, I can't let a coach shoot better and, and just get him from there. All right. Uh, we mentioned Juwan Morgan. We're going to hear from him uh, in his postgame sound, but, uh, boy, was he good. Had a career uh, night for him, 12 points, seven rebounds. He was five of eight, shooting two of four from three, and he's uh, in the media room uh, right now. We'll get started with Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Juan, uh, obviously you're getting a little bit of extra run with the injuries and people sitting out. And I'm wondering, is it difficult for you to kind of stay ready for these moments? And especially with, you know, the team on such a run right now, I'm sure that you want everything to go right. Um, I wouldn't say it's hard to stay ready. Um, That's part of the grind. You know, you have to just continue to put in the work. So when your number is called that you are ready, Um, I think it just – uh, goes to show like the coaches to have uh, from top to bottom, just always keeping guys ready. And also just um, talking like the guys that play a lot, Rudy, Mike, those guys, um, just keeping that confidence in us uh, to go out there and do the things we show them in, every day in practice. Chris and Kenny, Jazz TV. You mentioned a little bit about the guys, uh, you know, talking to you at practice and whatnot, but I saw Rudy a couple times up out of his chair cheering you on. Um, how instrumental has he been in helping coach you along through the, through this time? Um, there's no words to explain how instrumental has been. Um, I think it started back uh, right before the bubble, just um, when we were doing a few workouts uh, together um, and just picking his brain about how he guards different guys um, and, just how he just carries himself on the court uh, when certain uh, actions happen. And so just picking his brain on those things. And he's just um, never said no. He's never turned me away. And he's just always been very helpful and helping me along in those things. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Jalon. So tonight you frequently kind of find yourself matched up against, you know, smaller guys, perimeter guys and switches, whether it's Luka Doncic or, or anyone else. What kind of gives you the confidence to, to go out there and, you know, be able to stick with guys like that? Um, I think it's just pushing myself um, in practice, just not to guard Rudy or Fave, but also guarding Mike, Don, Joe, just so when those opportunities present themselves in the game that I'm ready for them and that it's not, um, you know, just don't getting thrown into the fire. And I think um, you can't control who you're on, but you can control yourself and just being ready and being able to just stay in the stands and stay in front of guys. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. You stepped really confidently into some three-point shots today and, and made a couple. Um, where is that part of your game coming along and, and how, how do you feel about it? Um, I think it's coming along really well. Uh, that's just something I focus on every day. Um, just some 
the guys are telling me uh, to shoot those shots. Uh, don't pass fake. Just step into it so that way they have to respect it. That way that opens up more things, whether that just be passing JC and go on the screen or whatever it is. Um, but they just tell me to step in confidently. And they believe in it, so why wouldn't I? All right, that's it. Thanks, Joan. There you go, Jawan Morgan. What a night for him as he gets us some extra minutes because Derek Favors obviously not available for the Jazz. 21 minutes, 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 12 points, 7 boards, an assist, and 3 steals. And uh, you mentioned this at halftime, Tim, and I think you're right on the money. If they can get good, productive minutes out of Jawan Morgan, that gives them a different, a different defensive weapon in the arsenal. They can come out and switch everything. Yeah, when you've got you know multiple ways to play, and the Jazz are proven they have that, and that's what really is interesting in what came out tonight. I think uh, you know Morgan's obviously you know had opportunity to to really prepare for this moment. I would imagine when the press people came in to say, hey, who they're taking to the, you know, they pointed his direction. He looked over his shoulder. You know, you want me? <laughs> you know, but um, just it's awesome when a guy gets an opportunity and steps up. But I think there's more to it than that. I think, like you like you said, we've talked about, this is a interesting new little experiment that uh, gives the jazz, the jazz an opportunity to be just a little bit different. You know, uh, Dennis Lindsay uh, came on the big show yesterday, and he he said a number of interesting things. But he, when he was talking about, um, uh, you know, players, they he talked about they, how they're honest with players, and they they say it's going to be hard for you to battle and get minutes. And he used the example of Trevor Booker as as somebody who kind of welcomed that challenge, said, "I'm here for it. I'm ready to go." And as a result, you know, as the Jazz kind of worked that back part of their roster, they hopefully get these hungry players that want to come in. And, and play their way onto the roster and play hard and take advantage of their opportunities. And I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. You know, when you're trying to get a player to come, you think you'd say, oh, you're going to come here and be great and you're going to get everything you want. And it's kind of that opposite approach where, hey, you're going to have to come here and earn it and play hard and it's going to be difficult for you. But uh, you, you get maybe that certain type of player where when they do get an opportunity, they can make an impact. Yeah, and I like the guys they've selected for those spots because you go down the list, you know, um, you know, Brantley and and Morgan when called upon, and, and obviously Mie's been really good, you know, in the moments he's been able to play with uh, with the front-line guys. So, yeah, you, you're, building, you, you're building some depth, um, and, and I really like the fact that, again, the Jazz have now just another little thing they can do to change maybe the feeling of a game. Well, let's get some more post-game sound. Excuse me. Let's go back to the media room. Uh, Mike Conley is addressing the media. All right, we'll go. Tony Jones, The Athletic. Mike, how good was it to uh, see uh, Boyan kind of find not only the shot, but just his overall rhythm offensively tonight? Uh, Man, it was great. It was great. You know, uh, every one of us are supporting him every day and just we want him to be aggressive, uh, whether he makes – or miss his shots. Uh, we need him to shoot. We need him to be aggressive. And tonight he was himself. And um, it makes us a lot better when he's uh, he's aggressive like that. Kristen Kenny, Joss TV. Hey, Mike. Uh, Joe was saying how uh, selfless this group is. They don't have any egos. Uh, do you get a sense of just how unique this team is? Uh, yeah, I really do. You know, this is um, a very special group, you know. Um, I mean, and, and that, that starts with our stars, you know, with, with Rudy and, and Don, um, two of the most unselfish, you know, stars you're going to find in the league. And, um, and that kind of just trickles down to every player on our roster. Um, and we just sacrifice for each other, play our, our basketball. And, and whether, you know, the outcome is what we want, we know we're going to leave it out there. And that's, that's the kind of, you know, mindset we've had. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Mike, how good is it to have guys like Juwan Morgan tonight step up, you know, when you've got Don out, when you've got Fade out, and, and knowing that, you know, young guys like him can kind of come in as needed and perform without you having to worry about it? Man, uh, that's just a testament to those guys and how, you know, how ready they are. They, they work very hard uh, every day. They're, you know, some of the first people in the gym working and leaving late, um, constantly going over plays. And, you know, they know when their number's called, coach has, you know, full confidence in them just as the rest of our, 
our team does uh, for them to come in the game and and impact the game immediately, not just be somebody out there that's 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 running you know running sprints. You know they're out there to make you know change the game. And I thought that's what Mie and and um, and obviously Juwan and all the guys who come in um, off that second unit and off the bench and they've done a phenomenal job. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Mike, do you get sort of an extra confidence boost at all, knowing that, you know, you're missing Fave and you're missing Donovan in these last couple of games and you've still been pretty able to handily get through them? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does, uh, it does bode well for us when we know that, you know, guys like Don can miss a few games and we can still win. Um, and especially with Fave out, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, it's tough to lose those guys and not have them, but for us to come out and play, you know, against a good team and um, and not only just a good team, but two times in a row um, and come out with wins, you know, just says, you know, a lot about our team and our resiliency and our, our ability to, to just you know, be next man up and, and figure it out as we go. Last question, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Mike, we were talking to Joe earlier today about the scout, like how good your guys' scouting report is against other teams. How big has that been in this 11-game winning streak, and kind of how does it compare to other teams you've been on or other teams you know around the league in terms of your guys' ability to execute the scouting report that the coaches put together? Well, yeah, you know, Quinn and, and the whole staff, they do a good job of preparing us every, every game, man. We're, you know, but we've got guys on our team who carry around iPads, you know, for majority of the day prior to, you know, coming in here to play the game. So we're, we're locked in on our, our assignments. We're locked in on what we need to do individually and as a team. And, and when guys are bought in that, like that and, and their ability to prepare like that, um, the game is the easy part. You know, the game becomes the easy part. And, and once we start to see that it, it results in winning, um, I think guys just want to do it more. Guys want to watch film more. Guys want to be around the game. To, to learn it a little bit better. So it's a, it's a testament to our whole team, our staff, just being able to prepare us and us going out there and, and following the details and, and playing hard through it. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks, Mike. Mike Conley right there. Uh, Mike tonight, 22 points, nine assists, three rebounds. Uh, did have the one turnover. Did it on 7 of 17, shooting 4 of 10 uh, from three and was a remarkable plus 30 tonight. You can see why, um, you know, a guy's that efficient shooting the ball, nine assists while he's out there, one turnover. I mean, those are those are absolutely crazy numbers. They are seriously NBA 2K on the lowest level and just picking people apart. That's really what this looks like. And, um, you know, what we've learned this year is that Mike's a huge part of it. We had Howard Beck on today, a senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, somebody who's really, really good. Uh, but we we asked him about Mike Conley because we we talked to him every week and we you know Mike was a huge story last year so of course we asked Howard about it a lot and uh, he, you know Howard said it's it's remarkable because at one point you know a lot of people including himself he, he included himself on the comment where we're wondering if maybe age had caught up and maybe it was uh, Mike's you know father time uh, undefeated of course and Mike getting a little bit older and that's where some of the inconsistency came from that is not the case. Uh, not the case at all. And we've been through the list of things he had to overcome last year, and it appears like that was real. You know, the injuries were real, the new team, the, the comfortability factor, all those things were all real for him. And it's not just this year. It's, it was really since the hiatus and the Jazz went into the bubble, he was awesome in Orlando for the, for the playoffs in those last eight games. He was really, really good, and he's just carried it over into this year to, and taken it to another level. I mean, I'll do the math, or, or maybe our guy Tyson did it for us, but I'll do the math on um, you know, his plus-minus over the last nine games. But he's up over 200. He's, plus, he's north of 200 in the plus-minus in the last nine games. That, that is just stupid. It's, it's, it's unheard of is what it is. Yeah, and, and the part about Mike that, that really impresses me is – you know, again, another guy who, when given the opportunity, deflects, gives credit, um, you know, to his teammates. Uh, the, you know, the other piece of Mike Conley that I, I harp on a lot, but it's because I'm a coach, you know, a former coach. Um, I think that the the faith that Quinn always had in him and the relationship that they kind of formed together um, added to, you know, the fact that he 
actually changed some things this year to maybe favor what Conley does on the court more. Which is awesome for a, a, a guy of his status and age in the NBA. Again, I'm not trying to call Mike old, but, I mean, he's <laughs> he's been a really good player in this league for a really long time. And uh, somebody open to adapt their game, change a little bit, and get better. I mean, I think that says a lot about him. Yep, no doubt. All right, Go Where Love Takes You in the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller's Subaru, Utah's uh, only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Find out more at markmillersubaru.com. 120-101 to 101 is your final. The Jazz beat the Mavs. We'll have more post-game sound for you. More analysis as well coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night postgame show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you tonight as the Jazz win their 11th consecutive game. They smash the Mavericks 120 to 101. Now let's get to your master of the glass brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball and proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Uh, Master of the Glass tonight, of uh, course, Rudy is Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert <laughs> who had uh, 12 rebounds tonight, five offensive boards, as uh, Rudy did a nice job. Royce was close, though. Royce had 11. He was right there. I was, and, I was never the show host. Jake is, you know, always looking ahead and saying, man, if Rudy doesn't get any more and – and Royce gets a couple. We can say Royce tonight. We've got a new master of the glass. But I think we've invented a new bit. I'm going to start sneezing Rudy Gobert. I think every you night. should. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. We'll we'll see. We predicted uh, someone else will get master of the glass at least once. At least once. Um, we heard from Jamon Morgan in the last segment. He was also very good on the boards. He had seven rebounds. And uh, how about uh, George Niang getting six boards? Jordan Clarkson with six rebounds as well. The Jazz, uh, uh, as usual, I mean, really rebounded the ball well. Uh, tonight, uh, let's see, out-rebounded Dallas 56-40. to 40. Wow. You know what's crazy is the Jazz had more offensive rebounds at halftime. I think they had 12. They had more offensive rebounds than, Den- than Dallas had defensive rebounds. That just shouldn't happen. And it did. Yeah, that, that just shouldn't be, shouldn't be possible. I mean, and that's the other piece of this. The Jazz, okay, they're destroying teams on the court. Uh, but you go through all these numbers. I mean, every night is a tail kicking on the glass, you know, and that, again, defense, rebounding, unselfishness, and uh, the ability to shoot the basketball, those are fairly important in the game. You think? Yeah, uh-huh. they, they seem important. I and know. we're we're kind of seeing a trend. So, anyway. Uh, big story tonight. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich really having a nice game. 32 points, 10 of 16, shooting 7-11 from three. And uh, he's sitting down in the media room right now. Let's get to it. We'll get started with Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. All right. Hey, Boyan. Uh, what does it do for your confidence uh, to have a night like tonight as you're kind of getting games under your belt this season and, and working your way uh, back to form? I didn't hear you right what you, what you asked me, but I just heard about confidence and, and, and all of that. So, I mean, I, I'm just watching the film got a discussion this morning with a with a with a with a coach they all want me to to shoot more to to be aggressive but it sometimes it's it's hard when you are struggling when you don't see the ball getting through the through the net so like I said I'll try to try to be myself try to be aggressive no matter no matter what what percentage I'm shooting Sarah Todd does red news Boyan, did tonight feel a little different, um, or did you feel confident tonight in tonight's game? And if so, how was it different tonight? I mean, it was it was not big difference. Even I started a game with a with a two, with a two misses, two wide open shots. But the coach was was trying to draw the play for uh, for me and get get me in, in, involved in the game. And then we we play really good game. And then it's kind of kind of open up for me. Rudy Rudy did a great job last game, so they kind of change their their defense and try to try to protect the rim more so so we we had a lot of wide open trees Kristen Kenny just TV Boogie I know it's early but you guys are the best team in the league right now 
Um, what does that mean to you? And what do you take away during this stretch? I mean, it mean a lot for us, especially those two wins without without Donovan. That he was that he's our best player and our our leader. So so it's great to see that all those teams behind us on a on the standings. But like I said, we have a we have a tough schedule right now, and we gotta we gotta keep going. We gotta play defense like we are playing right now. Brian Miller, KSL. Hey, Bogey, has it been easier to work through some of these early season struggles because the team is doing so well? I mean, exactly. I would be, I would be really mad if I'm, if I'm playing the way I'm playing right now and we are losing, but we are winning. Team is playing great, so no one, is, no one cares about, about their own statistic and, and all, all percentage of shot or whatever, whatever you guys are looking looking for so it's it's great for me that, that that we are winning even even i'm i'm struggling right now andy larson salt lake tribune okay last year you guys were you know 10 to 15th in in the league defensively this year you're up in the top five what's been the big difference what's been the key to that improvement i mean our our aggressiveness i think that our our second uh, second group i mean the guys from the bench are doing great job me um, Joan Morgan that didn't play for uh, for a while. He was in a COVID protocol, whatever. He came out today and, and, and last game and give us give us great great energy and great push for the bench. He hit a couple shots, Mia, with a couple couple big big offensive rebounds after we, we scored some buckets. And then I don't I don't want to even mention JC and what he's doing for us. So it's it's group effort and 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 we have to we have to keep playing defense like we are playing right now. That's it. Thanks, Boyan. Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, who was just terrific tonight. You you uh, definitely like to see that as he's kind of been up and down a little bit this year dealing with that wrist. But 32 points on 10 of 16 shooting, 7 of 11 from 3. I think it was Mark Stein who was tweeting about this uh, uh, tonight that uh, imagine if the Jazz best shooter got it going, how, uh, how good the Jazz would look. And uh, Bogdanovich certainly had it going tonight. That looked way more familiar, right? The Boyan that we saw, you know, all of last year. Quinn talked about him having a career year last year. And so, obviously, we're comparing a guy who's coming off surgery to his career year. And um, 7 for 11 is what we kind of, you know, that's, that's those are Boyan numbers that we're used to. Um, you know, another night where Donovan and, and Faves are out. The first night, Clarkson leads the team with 31. This game, Boyan steps up and it's 32. Um, but you like to see it. It's interesting, and I think it's something we need to start watching. If his first three goes in, look out. I, I think, honestly, at this point, if he can make a few of those first ones, the confidence gets better, and you know he starts playing more like himself. And I'm sure this is nitpicky uh, coming from a, a basketball layperson, but it seems like when he takes that one dribble sidestep, it's not working. He he is much better when he catches it and gets it up. And and it seems like this year he's been working in that dribble sidestep. And he did it once where he actually ended up uh, um, what doing the step back. But I think he's he's just so much better as is everybody, I suppose, when they just catch and shoot. Yeah, and I think that's you know maybe a little bit of a sign of lack of confidence. That's probably something he's you know he's feeling like oh, and then dribbling, hesitating, whatever. You know, saw that with Joe last year when he was a little bit in a funk. Um, and you know, it's just something they work through and, and a seven for 11 from three will help. All right. Are you ready to get to our guy Tyson's uh, stats of the night? He's got a bunch of good ones tonight. He was very busy. Let's do it. All right. Uh, our friend Tyson Ewing, he does stats for the AT&T sports net broadcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Ty Ewing two T Y E W I N G the number two, uh, on Twitter and a great tr- Twitter follow. And he's been nice enough to share some of these nuggets with us for the post game and, Boy, today he was uh, he was really busy. All right, uh, tonight is the seventh time this season the Jazz hit twenty plus threes. Uh, again, they had just six all time before this season started. If the Jazz season ended tonight, the Jazz would have the sixth most twenty plus three point games in a season in NBA history. And that, again, that's if uh, if the Jazz season were to end tonight. Um, you ready for those all-time twenty-plus uh, three-point leaders in a season? Because the Jazz have a have a good shot at breaking yeah, I think, this. One. I would say they're 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 threatening. So Houston in eighteen nineteen was uh, did it eighteen times. Houston last year in nineteen twenty did it thirteen times. Uh, Dallas last year did it eleven times. 
Houston at 16, 17 did it 10. Houston at 17, 18 did it eight. The Jazz this year have done it seven. Uh, let's see here. Golden State in 15, 16 uh, did it seven. And by the way, that was their 73 win team. So pretty crazy. Pretty crazy Houston's on there so much, but uh, the Jazz are already uh, in, in rarefied air, which is, uh, which is pretty nuts. Uh, let me see here. Let me get back to my my place in line here for a second. Um, sorry, like he said, uh, he had a lot uh, tonight. Let's see. Uh, wow, I went back way too far. Sorry, guys. Um, let's see here. Uh, Conley number. Yeah, building on the Conley number. Here we go. Mike Conley was plus 30 tonight over nine games. And his last 266 minutes, he is plus 225 north of 200, Tim Lacombe. And, and, you know, we'll be quick to say, obviously, plus minus doesn't always tell the entire story. But when there's a trend like this and that trend is really ridiculous every night, you know, you you know the guy's playing some pretty special ball. Yeah, there's something going on. Uh, Yet uh, another rebounding margin of 10-plus tonight. This is already the ninth time this season they've out-rebounded an opponent by double digits. Elite rebounding team. We've talked about that. I mean, you would call this team an elite rebounding team. That's that's insane. Just smashing teams on the boards. That's crazy. Uh, This was Bogdanovich's 16th career, uh, 30-plus point game, his 12th time as a Jazz player, he only had four 30-plus point games before he came to Utah last year. Think And think about the luxury of having a guy who, you know, has struggled a little bit to get it going, all of a sudden pop out with 30. Uh, another guy, Clarkson, just got 30 the other night. It's hard to get 30 points in an NBA game, and the Jazz have multiple guys on a given night that can do it. It's, it's This is just a side note. It, it's just crazy, those ESPN best 50 players or best 100 players, and I, I really don't like those lists because it's so subjective and there doesn't appear to be any rhyme or reason to it. But it's it's funny, Bogdanovich's ranking actually fell significantly this year, even though last year was by far the best year of his career. Uh, but he wasn't the number one like he was in Indiana when Oladipo went down, and so the perception of it dropped, which is just nuts. Yeah, it's, again, you can... You know, those things really end up being popularity contests more than anything. Yeah, exactly. And, and who they feel like, you know, is kind of the cool thing to go with at the time. Yeah. Uh, Jawan Morgan, more coming from our boy Tyson Ewing. Uh, Jawan Morgan doubled up his career high. His pre- previous career high was six. Uh, tonight was Royce O'Neal's 12th career double-digit rebound game and the third time that he's done it this season. Uh, let's see. Boyan had a season high in points and three pointers made. This was the sixth time he's gone for at least seven made threes in his career. And then, uh, just, uh, let's see here. How about this one, Tim? The Mavericks and the jazz played a total of 96 minutes over the past two games. Uh, the jazz led for 94 minutes and 36 seconds. The game was tied at zero for a total of a minute five in both games combined. Mavericks uh, led for all of 19 seconds. My goodness gracious. In the two games. Yeah, he did some work on that one. That's like striking gold. Eureka. Like, uh, that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. Now, how about this? And, and I love this because Tyson uh, said to me when he sent me this one, he said that he was driving, but he had one more for us. So he's just going over time. I tell you that. Don't guy. text and drive. Don't bro. do it. I'm sure he pulled over. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bogey became the fourth jazz man this season to score 30 or more in a game. And it's too bad Rudy was one short last game or that would be five. But that's pretty nuts. That is nuts. That is very, very nuts. And, you know, that's why when Locke said to me, what are we watching? We're watching history. We really are in so many different ways. And uh, that's what makes this so fun. It's uh, it's it's becoming must watch TV. Uh, so big thanks to Tyson Ewing for those great stats. Again, his Twitter account at Ty Ewing two at T.Y.E.W.I.N.G. two. And of course, enjoy his fine work on AT&T sports net all right go where love takes you in the all-new completely redesigned 2021 subaru outback available now mark miller subaru the official subaru partner of the utah jazz learn more at markmillersubaru.com we'll have more coming up next we'll get uh, coach lacombe's final thoughts before we move on to talk about the denver nuggets it's all straight ahead here on the jazz radio network 
bounces back up top to Ingles, sitting equal with John Stockton on the all-time three record. Calls for Gobert for the pick. Comes off the pick. Rises. Fires. Joe got it the all-time. Utah Jazz three-point king, Joe Ingles. The record breaker right there, David Locke on the call. It's your play of the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service, sales, and selection, lhmauto.com, driven by you. The Jazz have now won 11 consecutive games after smacking around the Mavericks tonight here at Vivid Arena, 120 to 101. And, yes, uh, Joe Ingles is now in first place. uh, All-time three-pointers made in Jazz history. Made two tonight, just enough to move past John Stockton. Uh, but I think I saw uh, this put out by the, the Jazz Twitter account. You know, anytime you uh, are involved in any sort of conversation with John Stockton, I- involving John Stockton, it's a it's a big deal. Good for Joe. No, it's great for Joe. Uh, perfect, you know, that a guy like that, you know, who really found a unique way to get into the league and fought really hard. I mean, that's somebody Stockton would be really proud to, you know, hand the torch over to. And um, I would imagine Joe will hold it for a bit, but it's probably – going to be something that uh you know 45's got his sights on too so oh yeah joe's not going to have that record too long he no should but, enjoy but it's it awesome that he's his name's there for vid and and somebody's got to pass him to get it well we talked about uh you know dennis Lindsay, you know being honest with players and telling him it's gonna be tough and expecting that type of player well joe is that dude he played his way onto this roster you know of course uh, we all we all know the story uh cut uh, at the end of training camp by the by the la clippers and the Jazz pick him up because they had just drafted a young Australian and Dante Exum, and they wanted him to be comfortable. And I'm sure they saw, you know, some stuff they liked about Joe on the floor too. But then all of a sudden, you know, he 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 plays so well and plays so hard that you know over the next couple of years you can't keep him off the floor. And then he's an, an integral part of what's going on with this Jazz franchise. And then he's signing a couple of extensions, and you know he's going to play the majority, if not all, of his career here. Uh, no question. He, you know, quote comes to mind. A good friend of mine told me, um, and it's something that I've actually tried to live by, but you'll always overestimate what you can do in a year, and you'll always underestimate what you can do in five. I mean, just the idea of, you know, having a long play mindset, doing your very best to break in, and, you know, you just never know where it's going to take you. So um, I, I would imagine that would pro- was probably the last thing on Joe's mind when he tied with the Jazz, that he'd be the three-point leader, but pretty cool. Pretty cool story. Look, Tyson's not even done. I just got this. Look at you this. You better this, not be this guy driving. Is just, I tell you what, Tyson, we love him. Uh, Joe got to eight forty-five, eight hundred forty-five made threes, on one hundred and thirty-four fewer shot attempts than John Stockton. Wow, that's that's pretty remarkable, actually. Yeah, and Stock was dead eye, right? Yep. I mean, you think back at his career, there was nobody that stopped and popped like that on the in transition, and he always did it so timely. Um, just one of the great things about stock. I know this is everybody's hot take about John Stockton, but don't, and he's the assist King and, and you love that. And, and there's a lot of pride there, but don't you wish he would have shot a little more? Yeah, I, I really do. And, you know, again, it's, it was a different game then. Yep. And, but, but yes, he was, because he was so money, you know, I mean, number of times he stopped runs and started runs and, Man, he he just he had great great timing on on using that as a weapon. How many of those threes do you think did he hit in the last five seconds of a shot clock too? Because it seemed like that's that's when he decided to do his damage. When he's like, okay, we didn't get it to Carl. You know, Brian didn't get a three. Uh, all right, I'll go ahead and knock it down. No problem. Absolutely. And he and it seemed like he made most of those. You know, when yep. when he just created, and it's just almost like man, if you know, if he wasn't playing with Carl Malone and they basically brought pick and roll right back into the NBA. You know, he lost, it was gone, it came back. Um, and then, you know, pick and roll's really been the the mainstay of the league. It's really how everybody plays. And, you know, the thing I like about Joe is he's not just a three-point shooter. He's a much more complete player. He's unselfish to a fault. I mean, your biggest complaint about the guy is he passes up too many shots. I mean, that's that's such a funny thing in today's day and age with basketball and you know he's meant a lot to this. Uh, he's meant a lot to this team, and uh, you know got to feel good for him tonight. That's for sure. And I'll say, you know, I think he's meant a lot to the community too. I think he's been really Absolutely. involved. The fact he, you know, he's always so candid in all of his comments. I'm, uh, you know, I've never met Joe, but I can tell him I would be a Joe Ingles guy. He just is. Uh, he's kind of an everyman. You know, you can really relate to him. 
Well, and shout out to uh, Joe for doing a weekly hit with DJ and PK. I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people want to get to know these players a little bit and on a different level. And, uh, you know, that long form interview that they do every, every week. I mean, if you tune in, Joe's on for 15 to 20 minutes every, uh, every single week. And he's great. I mean, he, he, and he really just tells is. you the truth. You know, yeah. That's the thing I love about him. He's, he's, you know, he's sarcastic and smart. Alec as can be, but I'll tell you what, he, he just tells the truth. And, you know, I think that's what it really kind of makes it so great to have him here. All right, Tim. Uh, now the Jazz will try to make it 12 in a row Sunday afternoon. Uh, they're hitting the road for the first time in a couple of weeks, and they're going to uh, take on the Nuggets in Denver. Denver had a bad loss tonight to the Spurs. This is, uh, uh, you know, what are you looking for on Sunday? It seems to me that this Denver team now formidable, and this is, this is, has the potential to be a really fun game, but they don't seem to be as good this year, at least not yet, as they were last year. Yeah, it's going to be, but you know it'll be a battle. I mean, I think there's probably – you know, as we talked about, it's become a rivalry game. I think it's something that both guys get up or both teams get up for. Um, Murray obviously raises to a new level against the Jazz, you know, kind of really came onto the scene against the Jazz in the playoffs. Uh, and Jokic is just a beast to deal with. Um, the the things you and I talked about that we feel like they're missing is the Jeremy Grants and, you know, the the guys who really helped them, Tory Craig, um, those guys were really big pieces, just like you know Clarkson and Boy- Bogdanovich and the guys are, are pieces to this Jazz team. So um, it'll be interesting to see the second time around how much changes uh, in the way they play. But uh, I would assume it'll be both teams just playing to their strength and seeing who relents. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I like I like the rivalry. There's always been a little bit of a rivalry with the Nuggets, and I'm, I'm going back to kind of the the D. Will Booze years. You know, thinking of some of those games against Carmelo Anthony, how much he hated Matt Harpering. You know, that playoff series where they they upset him when Adrian Dantley was filling in for George Carl, and uh, you know, it's it's certainly continued on with the you know the the trades for both Rudy and Donovan. We're with them. And we're with them, and. You know, Jokic and Rudy, I think, are, are two players that are kind of going to be uh, viewed at together throughout their careers because they came into the league at, uh, at similar times in their Western Conference big men and have totally different games. But, you know, you go down the rabbit hole of who's more valuable and all this stuff. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm i with you. I kind of like the, the rivalry and the feel of the Jazz Nugget games. Yeah, and, and just that whole – I mean, you said it eloquently there, but I think that that whole thing of – um, and now you add Murray and Donovan to the mix, you know. Uh, so you've got the you've got this inside battle going with Rudy and Jokic, and now these two guys, you know, come onto the scene and really went at each other and played beautifully, both of them, and you know, got a lot of fans that way too. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, just a little review. If you're uh, just hopping into your car at eleven fifty-five on a Friday night, coming up on midnight, the witching hour. Uh, the Jazz tonight, six players in double figures, led by Boyan Bogdanovich, 32 points, 7-11 shooting from three, 10 of 16 from the floor. Mike Conley, great again, 22 points, nine assists, three steals for Mike, plus 30. He's now plus 20, uh, 225 over his past nine games. Rudy Gobert, 17 and 12. He also had a couple of block shots. You know, that's one play we didn't talk about tonight where Rudy tripped. Oh, yeah. But still recovered to block Luka Doncic's shot. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was, you're right. We should have pointed that out. That was a really big-time play. Jordan Clarkson with 18 coming in off the bench. He had six rebounds and an assist as well. Juwan Morgan, career high. Big ups to Juwan. 12 points tonight. He also had seven rebounds and and, uh, did some really nice things out there. Joe Ingles, we mentioned Broke the record for three-pointers made. He had 10 points tonight to go along with four assists and a steal. Not sure if we'll see uh, Donovan and uh, Rudy on Sunday night's game uh, or in Sunday night's game in Denver, but I'll tell you the two against Dallas, it didn't seem to uh, slow them down much. No, they just found a different way, and uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, that, that whole idea of just find a way. You can't control every circumstance, but you can control your attitude and your effort. And, and that certainly seems to be the fa- you know, the case with the jazz right now. All right, uh, Tim, do you have uh, any, any final thoughts before we turn the page and say good night? I'm just glad we don't have to wait much. You know, we do get a day and which I'm grateful for, but we get a early game on Sunday, um, you know, 1130 starts. So that'll be fun to, to get up here and, and kind of see how that thing goes. Um, did I say 1130? Is it 130? 130. 1.30. 12.30 pre, though. Yeah, 12.30 pre. I didn't want to jump the gun. 
a one thirty start. So, um, you know, that'll be it'll be great to see the Jazz battle the Nuggets. And you can't, you know, I, I think we've used all the words, but just uh, an exciting brand of basketball and a team that's feeling really good about themselves. All right, we want to say a big thanks to Locke and Boone, doing a great job calling all the action tonight, of course. Uh, thanks to Andrew Sorensen, our broadcast assistant. Thanks to Alex Lundberg. Lundy, doing a great job, executive producer as, uh, of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to the title sponsor of the postgame. That's Mark Miller Subaru. Go where love takes you in the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. And, of course, thank you, Tim. Shooty Gobert. <laughs> it's good to see you, buddy. I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, sounds good. Enjoy your day off. Sunday fun day. Your final, the Jazz winners of 11 consecutive games to beat the Mavs tonight, 120 to 101, and you heard it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.